When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the Survival Show Podcast. I am producer Ben, and hopefully I'll be back on the main podcast again here shortly. I know you all miss me. But today, thank you for joining us for another legendary edition of Manly Musings with Master Craig Cottle. Hey everybody, this is Craig Cottle director of Nature Reliance School and co-host of the Survival Show podcast, coming for another Manly Musings in the beautiful wilds of Kentucky. So, don't know if the microphone will pick up the nature sounds. I'm sitting out in the middle of the woods in what some would probably call my happy spot. Pretty good spot here. And I'm here for a good reason, and that's to discuss our topic on Manly Musings today, which is stress, anxiety, and things of that nature. What brought this topic about for me was we have a Facebook group, the Nature Reliance School Community Education Group on Facebook, that uh, I have several admins in there that bring up purposeful questions every day for the group to discuss. And Sarah, one of my buddies, comes to a lot of Nature Reliance School classes, has brought her whole family, put up a question, and it, it goes like this. In this group, we usually discuss external circumstances that affect our ability to survive a short or long-term emergency situation, but what if the threat is internal? When we enter into a short or long-term survival situation, we don't become superheroes. Our daily struggles follow us and get amplified. Any suggestions for dealing with depression or anxiety? And I think it was such an insightful question and a good question and invoked a good discussion that I would share some of the answers that were given and add a little comments of my own. And my thought here is that sometimes I like it that we, we being David and I, have an opportunity to share our thoughts and the way we look at things. But I also think it's just as valuable to hear other people's thoughts. That's why we like doing the interviews that we've been doing. That's why we like getting other people on and hearing what they have to say. But I also don't want to forego the average ordinary person like you and me. The average person that goes to work every day, cranks out work at their job, and and also is in the business of being prepared and ready for survival, whatever that might look like. And when that happens... Yeah, uh, one of the things that comes up is that we have to learn with the internal struggles of depression, stress, and stuff of that nature. So, with that said, some of the some of these were there. There seemed to be a, a theme, I guess I would say, more than anything. And I think you'll see the themes that come out in some of these comments. What I thought I would do is share some of these 
comments, and then I, I pulled from an article 10 really good steps that came from uh, another writer's perspective on, and I'll share who that is in a moment, on ways to deal with stress. And uh, really good points, but let's hear from these folks that are just like me and you, just average ordinary folks. So the first one uh, I answered, and and this is what I put, and this is what I'm doing today more than anything. Uh, My answer was I stop and breathe, three big deep breaths, in and out. I spend a regular time in meditation and prayer. That's in my happy spot, um, as well as where I am any portion of the day where I feel like I have stress, then I'm going to stop and take in three big deep breaths and and utilize that to assist me in getting through the stress or the anxious time or whatever it might be. Uh, when times become anxious for me, I just go back to my breath and centers me where I need to be. Now, personally, I've been reading some of the perspectives of the Stoics as well, and that's helped me out tremendously. Um, but with that said, a couple people came in on my comment, uh, my buddy Todd, he said he uses that same mindset, the three big breaths, when he's going really hard during PT. Uh, and, and he goes on and says, as a matter of fact, I used it twice this morning. It gives me a boost that I can't explain. It just works for me. So, yeah, that's good from Todd. Uh, next person said, I would suggest learning breathing techniques to aid in calming down, lowering the effect of stress on yourself. Craig is right about three big breaths. It really helps. I'm interested in learning from the Iceman, William Hoff. If you haven't looked this guy up, William Hoff, you need to check this guy out. I I think it would serve us well to try to get him on the podcast too. Uh, Interesting fella, but he's, the again, the Iceman, and he does all this interesting stuff in cold weather with typically just scantily clad, (laughs) for lack of a better way of saying it. Uh, this gentleman goes on to say his breathing techniques allowed him to climb mountains wearing only shorts and snow boots. He ran a marathon in the Arctic and in the desert. He uses his breathing to control his body's response to cold and heat. This might be a great tool in your toolbox for survival in any environment. Yeah, I agree 100%. That's why I think it's worthy of considering getting him on the show. Here's one. Uh, Keep too busy to worry. Spend time with your horse. He will love you no matter how stressed out you are nor how much of a failure you feel you are. Substitute a dog for a horse, etc. Not bad. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of legs to that, but if it's working for this person, it works for that person. I know my dog is a source of encouragement and, you know, unconditional love. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I really get into to uh, hanging out with my dog Cedar. If you follow me very long on YouTube or anything, Cedar jumps into videos all the time and not purposely, but she likes to do cameos in the background and stuff, sniffing around. Here's the next one. Stop, sit down, take deep breaths and look around asking yourself, what five things can I see? Close your eyes. What four things can I hear? Eyes still closed. What exact position are my legs and arms? What things can I feel with my fingers? What smell can I smell? This is a centering and grounding exercise that can help to in panic. Um, the gen- Andy, he's another friend of mine who wrote this. Um, he is um, incredibly qualified to suggest those things. I don't want to go into the details of their personal lives and what all these folks do. But uh, this gentleman is uh, very qualified to share what to do 
in stressful situations. I mean, he does this for a profession. So uh, I, I would I listen to people like that. Next person, suck it up. When I first read that, I thought, what? Seriously? Suck it up? Yeah, suck it up. As in oxygen. Big, deep breaths. As much as you can. Acceptance also helps if it is something that can be changed or is completely done. Meaning if it's if something's changed or it's done, there's nothing you can do about it now, just accept it and move on. Uh, I love that attitude. And this gentleman, uh, he'll go nameless. He's a... Uh, he, he just recently came out of a class of ours, a scout tracker class, and uh, proved himself to be valuable in that regard. And over and above that, he's just a good guy, and he has an incredibly, incredibly stressful job, or what could be a stressful job. So, again, I like listening to people that have jobs like that and share from their experiences and share from their knowledge base on how to handle stress. When I say incredibly uh, incredibly stressful job, this is a dude that has a job that could die any day, every day, and the people around him could. So those are the kind of people I like to listen to. So yeah, that's just a few ideas that come from some of my friends on Facebook and stuff of that nature. So here's the, the 10 things that were listed, and I'll have a link in the description if I can get up with Ben before this goes live. So you can read these in depth because there's a lot more than what I'm just going to share here. But uh, I'll have a link so you can read it too. Number one is avoid caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine. And if you can't avoid it, then at least reduce it. Uh, you know, most of us know that the consumption of nicotine and any drinks with caffeine or alcohol are going to increase our stress levels. The, maybe it's an imperceived stress, but it is a stress on our body. And that just adds to, it's not one of them things that you want to continue to add to the list of things that are adding stress to your body. Number two is indulge in physical activity. Stressful situations, without a doubt, increase the level of stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol in your body. So these are big. You've heard me talk at length many times about the limbic system, the limbic system of our body, fight, flight, and, and freeze and they are part of our brains, and so they're there. And so physical activity, whether it's lifting weights or running or grappling or uh, just doing squats and push-ups and body weight exercises at the house, anything that you can do that will help get you involved in uh, physical activity is going to help reduce those amounts of stress, which is very important. Number three. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Number three, get more sleep. You know, I had a pretty stressful job for many years. And um, when I left that job to work for myself, I told myself that moving forward, I was going to get good sleep moving forward. I was going to do everything I could to get several hours of sleep because I had spent several years, when I say several years, almost a decade getting two to three hours of sleep and not much else. And that was wrecking me. 
that was absolutely destroying my body. And I still think I'm playing catch up with that. And I haven't been in that job for 15 years, but get more sleep. A lack of sleep is a significant, a significant cause of stress. So do what you can to commit to that. Find a way to find more sleep. And something I've been doing in the last, I don't know, four to five years, maybe it's just because I'm older, but I get good sleep at night. But um, I've taken the habit of, because I have the ability to, to take a nap during the day, just 15 minutes. And we've talked about this at Nature Blind School classes from a survival class, or I mean from a survival perspective, about this idea of it getting at least 15 minutes of sleep in a nap and how it recharges a lot of people. And I am, I am an advocate of that completely. I've had some really professional people explain, and I can't remember off the top of my head right now, the benefits of that and how it does affect your stress and reduces it considerably. But that's definitely something you should consider, finding out a way to get more sleep and, and get a nap in. Number four is try relaxation techniques. This was one of the things that came out. A lot of people in the Facebook groups, I only shared a few of them right off the top, but a lot of people were talking about their prayer time, their meditation time. Um, those that were religious spoke of uh, reading scripture. And these are all ways that people find a sense of security, a sense of uh, stress relief, relaxation. So meditation doesn't have to be some esoteric um, lotus position sort of thing, although that has value. But for those that have never engaged in it, meditation is just having the ability to sit and just be for a while. Uh, if you've never done that, then try to find some time to squeeze that in. You know, Adam Smith spoke about that on a recent podcast uh, Trevor Wilkins spoke about that on the PTSD podcast. And so those things are uh, invaluable, finding a way to meditate. And if you, again, if you're a religious person, find a time to add in prayer time for you and figure out how to make that happen. Just make it happen. Number five is talk to somebody. Don't just keep it up bottled up inside your head. I mean, if you're having stress, then tell somebody you're having stress. To have somebody around you that you can share some things with. That's one of the things that came out, again, with Trevor Wilkins uh, and Adam Smith, too. Uh, Trevor Wilkins, being a former law enforcement officer, we had him on talking about PTSD. And Adam Smith, former Special Forces, we had him talking about the stresses of coming home from war and, and stuff of that nature. And the value of just having somebody you can talk to. I, I follow... Uh, Pat McNamara on Instagram and listened to his podcast with Joe Rogan recently. And he talked about how his wife saved his life because he was in a dark place. And these are guys that, you know, these guys, like Adam Smith and Pat McNamara, you know, guys that spent a lot of time in, in country overseas uh, in the midst of war. It's just incredibly stressful, obviously. It's such a change when you come home. They talk about just finding someone to talk to. So if you're a first responder, then find somebody to talk to. If you're an average ordinary dad like me, husband, got a job, that sort of thing, then find somebody to talk to and don't hang on to it. If you're a mom and you're supposed to work a job and take care of the kids and the house and, and do all the things that people do, I mean, all of us, um, just find somebody that you can chat with, whether it's somebody at work or you connect with somebody at the gym and work out with them and all the things that go along with it. Number six is, is something I've never done. Uh, this is interesting. I have done some something like this, but 
not exactly like they're describing here, which is keep a stress diary. Is uh, when you start having a fair amount of stress, you got a lot of stuff going on with you, then write some things down and keep a diary so that you can look back and know how you handled it and what kind of thoughts you were having. And that way you would be more engaged. And it's another way of getting stuff outside of your head. You know, one way I've done this in the past is if I've had uh, considerable and or serious problems with a person that I didn't feel like I could communicate with them on because it would exasperate the problem, then what I've done is I've written them letters and then either threw them away or burned them or something. And that way I could share some of the things that I needed to say knowing that saying them to the person was probably going to be uh, problematic. So I wrote them down in, in a letter and threw them away. Now, eventually what I developed, what I tried to develop, is a better way of communicating so I could still communicate those things to them because that has an, uh, a more better, more and better effect on the situation. So that's just one more consideration as well. Number seven, take control. Um Sometimes we feel like we're not in control and we're helpless and that things just keep happening to us. And we've simply just got to stand up and assert ourselves. If that sounds like you, then do it. Then stand up, assert yourself, take control of the situation. Being out of control and having things done to you is one thing. But being in the midst of something and then jumping in and taking control of the situation is another. So that is incredibly valuable. It will, without a doubt help you when you're in the midst of finding solutions rather than only dealing with problems manage your time this is number eight manage your time develop a to-do list it feels man i have a really tough time with this i really do and i know that i need to do it and i don't get this done the way i need to and doing this podcast may be a way of helping me as well to remind myself i need to get this done and i have too many to-do lists. I have lists of all kinds of different projects that are going on, but I need to consolidate because I feel overwhelmed right now personally with a lot of things going on and being able to find a good time management tool, a good to-do list, uh, even if it's just a simple app to collect things and make sure that I'm on task is going to be good to accomplishing the goals that I need to accomplish and at the same time not overwhelming myself. Learn to say no. That's number nine. Yeah, this is another one, too. I see this happening as much as anything with people that are kind-hearted and lovable. People want and ask and, and get more from them, and sometimes you just have to say no. Uh, you just have to be strong enough in your own convictions and what your own goals are to say no. And I have a really tough time with this uh, now that... I'm starting to see a fair amount of excess, a fair amount of success, meaning I've got many irons in the fire. I've got books, I've got classes, I've got the podcast, I've got uh, online education opportunities, all these different things, YouTube followers and supporters and Facebook. And, you know, it's real easy to, because I have a heart to want to help people and do everything I can when people are asking me questions to get those questions answered. And it's, it's basically at this point, it's nearly impossible. For me to be able to get those questions answered. And so I have to learn how to say no or find an easier solution. And that's another reason why I've written books and why I have podcasts. So I get this information out and people are getting their questions answered before they 
even ask me the question, if that makes sense. So do what you can to help people. But at the same time, you got to learn to take care of yourself. You know, in EMS services, I train some of these folks in disaster readiness, EMS and fire, law enforcement. One of the things that is really important to them as far as providing safety for others is that they are number one. So if you take your your typical EMT shows up on a car wreck, they've got to look at that car wreck and recognize that they, as an EMT, as the medical provider there, is are the number one person. Because they, it would be easy to just rush into a situation, and now you've compounded the problem because you're hurt as well. So view yourself as number one. Take care of yourself in all situations so that you can be better prepared to help others. And last, and certainly not least, is rest if you are ill. I've got a, a, close, a person that's close to me right now that is having some health issues uh, nothing in this particular person i'm discussing is uh, nothing major it's just simple but it's enough that it's affecting uh, everything you know something as simple as a uh, a really stuffed up head or a, a angry cough or something of that nature is stressful and because you just can't go about doing your daily work i mean you're and so it's it's time to Take a rest as best you can. Remove yourself so that you can just cough your head off on your own. You're not worrying about making other people sick. You're not trying to do your job. And at the same time, in the midst of, of uh, coughing your head off or snotting and blowing, uh, cleaning your nose and all the things that go along with it, and take the time to rest for yourself. And that way you'll be better prepared and more productive when it comes back, when you come back to it and you'll be ready to rock and roll. So yeah, those are some things to help the internal struggle of survival. These are ways that we hope you consider and work into your own life, into your own way of doing things and just see how it is that you can add to what it is that you're doing, be more productive, be more efficient and be more healthy in the mind because if your mind is healthy, then your body's going to follow suit. You know how we do things in, in my books, and I've talked about this mindset in the podcast a lot, and obviously in my classes when I teach mindset skills, tactics, and gear. The game of survival is much like a puzzle piece, and it takes all four of those puzzle pieces to make the puzzle of survival, mindset, skills, tactics, and gear. And so this mindset, the ability to be in control and be efficient, in your mind is going to help you become a better skills practitioner. It'll be a help you become a better tactician, just good communication skills. And it'll help you know what kind of gear you need to affect yourself in a survival situation. So yeah, this has been Craig Cottle, the director of Nature Reliance School, co-host of the Survival Show podcast. Thanks for all the support. Uh, when I say support, those of you who are supporting us through the financial means, click on the button on Anchor if you want to just throw some money to us on Anchor. That's fantastic. Golly, uh, a couple folks did that uh, this past week, and I was like, man, that's just incredible. Uh, we're doing everything we can to not just bombard you with ways to to financially support us, but the obvious is the obvious. We can't do this without some financial support and get it done. I mean, the quality is here, all these equipment pieces and setting time aside to make it happen. These are all things that that uh, we need support and we are getting it. And we thank you all for doing what you're doing. So jump on the support, the Survival Show podcast train. We really appreciate that. And 
look in the description below for all the different links. I've got classes coming up, uh, David's YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, uh, my books, the Tiny Survival Guides all over the place. Golly, they're coming out. Everybody is ecstatic with how it turned out since uh, everybody's getting them in hand. So look below for a link for all that. And I think that's it, guys and gals. I hope that helps, helping you to de-stress, learn how to handle your anxiety maybe a bit better. Because at the Survival Show podcast, you know what it's all about. We're trying to keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp. All right, y'all. That does it for today's Manly Musings. Don't forget to go on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And also, if you'd like to support us, go on over to Anchor and hit that support the creator button. Okay, signing off till next time. This is producer Ben. Keep it simple, be positive, and stay extra pointy sharp.